to Campfire Fireside Chats. This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome, campers, to this week's Fireside Chat. This week, we had the pleasure of sitting down with Monique and Katrina, the hosts of the Stay the Night podcast. We discussed the unique experience of podcasting with your sibling, generational changes in the reaction to potentially traumatic media, and the role of horror films, paranormal TV, and parental aversion in the development of their obsessions with spookiness. Stay the Night is a truly fantastic podcast. I highly recommend that you go check it out on your favorite podcast platform. But for now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this fireside chat with Stay the Night podcast. All right, Monique, Katrina, I first want to start by thanking you guys for taking the time to be on the show. Thank you. Well, thanks for having us. We're so excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get a chance to to talk with you guys. Um, So first off, you guys are sisters, correct? Yeah. Yes. Real life sisters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So um, have you guys always been into... Let's say the spookier side of Absolutely. things. Like, is this a thing you guys have always shared? Yeah. Yeah. We get it from yeah. our mama. Uh, she really introduced us to it very early on with horror movies and just telling her own ghost stories. She's got a ton of uh, incredible ghost stories of like that they experienced throughout their life. So we were started on the spooky track very early on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty immediately. Yeah, and like um, Unsolved Mysteries and stuff like that. Always sci-fi mm-hmm. channel going on in the background. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 always cool when it's like a family affair. You know what I mean? When your parents are really into it. Was your dad into the horror side side of stuff? I would say no, and Dad still like. So the house that my parents occupy right now um, is haunted. And I know that my dad's had experiences there. And he's had weird experiences throughout his lifetime. Um, And he's very much, like, not acknowledging. He won't acknowledge it. (laughs) He likes some scary movies, like... um, The Shining was always one in our He loves Hitchcock. He loves, uh, you know... uh, X-Files. Yeah. He loves Twilight Zone. He likes the bizarre, but I think as far as, like, in awesome. the everyday, I think that he's terrified of it, so he refuses to admit it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I understand that. He, yeah. he likes having, like, a little buffer between real life and the Exactly. Scary, Whereas right? my mom, on the other hand, is like, yeah, I get that completely. Give me all of it. I want to meet Bigfoot. I want to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> She's all <Yeah>. for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of how my parents were as well. My dad loved Twilight Zone. He loved, you know, X Files, all that stuff. But he didn't like talking about ghosts. He didn't like the idea that they might be in the house. He didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
But my mom was all about horror novels and talking about the stuff all the time and, you know, collecting Ouija boards and all that stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Our mom would hate that. She's like very anti Ouija board. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's anti Ouija board. She's anti contacting the, the dead or trying. To, to interact with them I don't think she likes to do personally um, whereas me and Katrina are way more open to that Yeah, is that a religious thing? yeah I think so yeah yeah absolutely yeah I think that that's very common in our parents mm-hmm. generation right oh yeah you just don't mess with that stuff because you're just asking for Satan to come yeah they're real yeah, scared of the exactly. Satan she uh, gets she gets weird about watching <laughs> certain things like she loves a scary movie that's got ghosts and all that, but once it gets into exorcisms and and uh, talking about specific names, yeah, anything like she's like, I don't want it in my bedroom because yeah. I feel like I'm inviting it to come in here. So she does stay away a little bit more from that. Although sure. we watched The Exorcist when I was like ten years old, maybe. Well, <laughs> yeah. Some might call that trauma. <laughs> Not us. <laughs> no, my first movie that I remember is like, like Killer Clowns fun. from Outer Space. So you know, we were we were on the spooky oh, stuff a at, at a very young age. The, the Exorcist, though, she would just skip past you know the one scene because that was too much. Sure, but everything else is that fine. The scene, <laughs> yeah. Man, that's like you're skipping over the the climax of the film, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, um, we figured it out later. Yeah, there were a lot of say, movies like though that I feel like uh, that um, mom at different points cut off different movies, and then I saw them again as adults, and I was like, whoa, maybe I've never <laughs> seen this movie. Yeah. I was going to say that sounds like a much more reasonable version of like the stereotypical mom who like stops Bambi 20 minutes before the end. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Then you grow up and you realize it's a completely different film than you thought it was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> That's was awesome. Fun. It was fun. Definitely fun. You know, I got exposed to a lot of stuff like that as a kid too like i remember watching it when i was like probably 11 or 12 years old yeah um lots of stephen king right yeah um i can't imagine showing the exorcist (laughs) to my 11 year old right now but i think that like i could not show that to my kids either yeah but my kids they're very different we were just different yeah like we played axe murder with Barbies. <laughs> like people yeah. might have been alarmed by us. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. I think so generation I think it was just natural. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was I think, a different time. I think that's right though. I think generationally we're different. Right? Yeah. Like I think just what was generally expected of us at that age is very different than what we expect of our kids now at the same age. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, Absolutely. And I know, like, my daughter yeah. has, she's expressed some interest in watching scary things. Um, but her idea of that and mine were very different. Also, I think that, you know, even just the rating on things back in the day was a little bit different. Whereas things that were rated PG then are 
not PG now. Uh, Definitely not The children's movies that I remember growing up watching are not children's movie, you know? They're not what you think of as a kid's movie nowadays. So, um, you know, we were exposed very young, and so things weren't as scary... I think they were scary in the fun way, but now, you know, we watched Megan with yeah. our kids the other day, and that, I'm like, that's a great intro movie. It was not scary, but even that was a little scary for them. So it's, it is interesting, the differences between yeah. now and then, what, what we were watching. Like, going to the theater to see Scream at, like, seven years old. Um, <laughs> so not the same today. Yes, our mother did that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was mean, surprised that Katrina went to that, but yeah, I, I remember going to see the Blair <laughs> yeah. Witch Project when mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was fairly, I, I was young teens, and probably right. not even that. Um, but like, even if even if you talk actual children's movies from each generation, there is a huge difference between watching Frozen and watching Watership Down. You're right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, just. We were introduced to so many more adult concepts at such a younger age. So much death. It was like they were preparing yeah. us constantly for our parents I mean, to die. Look at the Looney Tunes. Yeah. It's it's almost like it's a, Yeah. <laughs> Looney Tunes. That's right. Is, that's some murdering people constantly. Yeah. It's violence. Hell Constant yeah. violence. Yeah, kids movies are I don't know. They just got it easy. But kids have it hard these days. It's true. So yeah. maybe they deserve the, the softer content. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. A break right. from something. Yeah, I think there's definitely a huge difference, right, between content now and then. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I often think, like, okay, so my favorite people in the world that I meet are people who were exposed to weird shit when they were kids and, like, did like have it a little rougher you know what i mean so like i i sometimes think that i'm kind of screwing my kids over by making everything so easy for them now you know like am i making yeah am i accidentally making boring people (laughs) you Uh know what i mean like why are you so well adjusted what's wrong you don't have enough trauma in your life it's it might be a problem in the long run yeah it honestly might be a problem in the long run. It could. I feel like they'll figure out something to be angsty and rebellious. Yeah. I mean, they definitely do. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> they figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. You just got to fit the weird in there a little bit. But you're right. There's special stuff that happens when you're, when you're a kid and you have to go through weird situations or see weird things and try to process it. Yeah. It makes you, yeah, like a special club. Yeah, it's like character building exercises, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, that's like that's the that's the ruby glasses to put on for you know mild childhood trauma. You're like, exactly no, it, right. it, it yeah. made me more interesting. <laughs> it didn't scar yeah. me for life. No, yeah. yeah, no way. <laughs> no, we've thought about doing like the Arrested Development bit. And like hiring an outside person to create safe uh, traumatic experiences, but yeah. that seems that feels wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but it it's does, been conversational. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like um, safe 
self-contained pranks. Yes. That are like, yeah. I think that's why that's why kids are obsessed with these like uh, escape mm. rooms. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, could you imagine in the '90s thinking like, you know what we should do for fun? Uh, have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got enough like, those. <laughs> exactly. Like. There are so few real problems in the lives of these kids that they're like, we just do it recreationally. Yeah, this is fun. (laughs) I feel like they've definitely got some some stressy stuff, though. Because I do do think, like, um, like what's going on with with schools and safety and stuff is so stressful for the kids. Like, but I don't know if some of that's just like normal now, too. Because I don't know about your kids, but my kids, um, since preschool have been doing those drills yep um and asked about okay why do we do that and you know you try to be age appropriate and give them the information about it but still i know that's gotta like they're gonna have their own like weird thing that they're like for sure there's also the whole um you know big big coronavirus fun that we've had the past few years that really Oh, yeah, they disrupted went through a pandemic. Their lives a bit. Yeah. Uh, but I, I've just been doing some training. I'm becoming a substitute teacher for a little bit of fun in my life. But those were like two of the very first lesson plans. The first thing that I had to learn was what to do during an active shooter situation and um, how to keep kids safe from the coronavirus. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, back in my day, thinking about school or becoming a teacher when I was a kid was totally different from what their number one things yeah. are now is how to keep kids safe from, you know, all this yeah. big, bad stuff. It's really crazy. So the times yeah. are different, yeah. but... You know, they'll be they'll be real messed up too. Don't worry about it, guys. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> yeah. Definitely we'll all get messed up. They'll be yeah. cool. That's right. I think they also have a lo- much. I think they also have much higher social stressors. Yes. Than I remember yeah, with like social media. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I remember like. You know, probably not a shocking statement here, but I like wasn't the coolest kid in school, right? Like, I know, no weird, player. right? Um, but like, no, I do because I wasn't either. You can like smell it on people, right? Right? right. <laughs> like, yeah, you're one of me. But that like ended that the stress of not being a cool kid ended at like three o'clock for me. Yeah, you know, and then I got to go home to people who loved me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But for them, it's 24 hours a day. They're in this, like, social setting constantly. And, yeah, I think I've definitely seen the effect of that on my kids. For sure. I would say, like, adults. Like, even us, we're expected to kind of be on, reachable at every yeah. time like it's weird to not answer your phone for a day or not get back to a text within like a couple of... I've been yeah. trying to be better about it lately where I'm just like yeah I'm shunning everyone for two days when I need to yeah. but I think even adults yeah it's weird to be on all the time with cell phones and stuff like that you know what's funny I recently realized this through um, I just turned on Dateline like and just let episodes play and play while oh, I was doing while I was writing and stuff, and I realized that 
cases uh, that they cover from like the 80s they're like no one heard from her in like seven days so they decided to call the police mm. right and then now a case that that takes place in like 2012 or you know 2020 they're like she didn't answer her phone for an hour and a half so they right. called the police <laughs> so they knew something yeah. bad was happening yeah they knew which that's wild that's, that that's like wild. a huge change that's a big that's a big thing with marriages too right with like relationships is like um they say that like one of the reasons why marriages are why the divorce rate has increased so much is because spouses are spending so much more time together now than they used to like (laughs) they're in constant contact they're in, <laughs> like, wow, is that supposed to be like that? Yeah. But they're in constant contact all day long, you know? Yeah. Whereas, like, my parents, my dad would go off to work, my mom would go off to work, and it's just like, see you at dinner time. Right. And, yeah. But now it's like every 10 minutes, it's like, hey, how are you? And, like, something happens at work, and you text back to your, you know what I mean? And it, yeah. so it's like relationships run their course faster. I don't know. Yeah. You never I, know when your partner is going to text you and be like, you forgot to take out the garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I kind of like um, buck against that system. I literally carry a flip phone with <laughs> nice. me. Like, yeah. I, like I have, I have an iPhone that is Wi-Fi only for like, yeah. for Instagram and stuff like that for the podcast. But as far as contacting me when I'm like when I'm out I have like a flip phone for emergencies and that's it yeah so like I like that that's great yeah. I can appreciate yeah, it's, that it's been awesome it's, it's uh, like it's it's really changed things the tech yeah, world do that. is kind of crazy the way yeah get a, yeah get a landline really switch it up here get hard right. to get a hold of you uh yeah just for the uh, you know, brain factors of it all, how our attention works mm-hmm. compared to the olden days is not good. Even just in the past decade, there's like new studies that show kids attention spans have went from 45 minutes at a time to 25 minutes at a time. It's like yeah. bad. Uh, so I, I appreciate the little separation from it all. The tech world can be scary. Yeah. I know last um, last summer we went on vacation to a cabin and there was absolutely zero phone signal there and we were there for a week and oh, it was nice. the best week of my life oh. I swear like I just left my phone in the glove box like and, and didn't touch it for a week yes it was awesome oh, nice. yeah Where'd and you it, go? When, it's uh, southern Indiana it's okay. we went to a state park a cabin in a state park um, but I think when you get little doses like that of what the world used to be like, you know, because yeah. when you'd go out, I mean, literally when, when our parents would go out, they were just out, you yeah. know what I mean? They weren't connected to anything, right? They were just out and it's, yeah, it's really nice. After that was when I got the flip phone. <laughs> I was like, I have to stop. Yeah. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I wonder if that's how it'll be for us. We're not going for a whole week, but we are, me and my family are going to a small cabin in Mammoth Caves. 
for a long weekend soon, and we will be disconnected. I am excited. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Mammoth Caves is fantastic. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. I've ne- never been there, um, but they liked the small cavern we went to last year on a road trip in Virginia. So I was like, okay, well, let's go big then and yeah. see the biggest one. If you, especially if you love creepy shit, mm-hmm. Mammoth Caves is awesome. Then the kids will like it too. My kids are like little creepy kids. Um, They are very interested in the paranormal and like urban legends. Oh, they love FNAF too. Yeah, I just don't know if they're ready for The Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mammoth Caves is the center of like tons of theories about like paranormal stuff. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, like theories about cryptids tons of them around mammoth caves that would make sense because i think about what was that movie called the descent yeah yeah yes yeah, i think me out. just the like the concept i think people use mammoth cave as an entry point no pun intended for the fact that the united states is basically sits on top of a network of caves of yeah. you know caverns and it's sort of like it's sort of like hollow earth theory without being crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm pretty yeah. sure there's no second sun in there, but like the idea that there are things living down mm-hmm. in these subterranean levels that we don't know about is I've always found fascinating. Yeah, yeah. totally possible. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I think and I've I- I've used that to rationalize so many cryptids <laughs> that <yeah. laughs> that don't deserve to be rationalized. Oh, yeah. I hope I see one. Man, that That'd would make awesome. a good vacation. <laughs> right? <laughs> Special memory. That would give them the, the trauma that they need to be really yeah. funny as a grown-up. Yeah. Have a, a cave-dwelling Bigfoot encounter. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why not? God, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, like, they're asking for it. I know I'm, like, the responsible parent who has to be like, no, you shouldn't. But... Only to a point. I think um, I have a neighbor who who ghost hunts, and they brought their kids on a couple of adventures, and they really enjoyed it. So i I would eventually like to bring the kids out to check stuff. They've yeah. they've like stayed at haunted hotels and stuff with me um, unknowingly several times because usually <laughs> if I'm booking vacations, I'm like, which one's the haunted one? Yeah. Look at look at this. Let's stay there. Yeah. And then it's only after the trip that, like, I reveal to my husband that, like, yeah, you know that place was haunted? That's why that place stuff is. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You have to sneak it in. Yeah, I do sneak it in. He's a little bit more spooked out about all that stuff than I am. Yeah. I think because we lived in a haunted place for a while. I just got used to it. My wife is definitely more spooked out about, like, she doesn't like talking about it. Yeah. I'm, it's one of my long-term goals with the show to eventually get her to come on and talk about her experiences because she will not talk about them like i know she's had experiences but i think they like fucked with her on like a serious level you know what i mean yeah because she's really skittish about the about that stuff now and like i yeah i want her to talk about them real bad though i want to hear yeah, we all want to hear. Not right? to put peer pressure on, but, but we do. We yeah. just want to know. 
Yeah, my partner uh, yeah. is not into the spooky, doesn't like watching scary movies, talks about how stupid they are, but I really think he's just scared, <laughs> just really and scared. he doesn't want to. So he, like, makes fun of stuff or says, that's stupid, I wouldn't want to watch that, and it's because he's terrified. Yeah. It's okay, we yeah. can all be scared, but, you know, it's fun. Have fun with it. <laughs> but when Some it's people, real life, it's it turns totally out different. don't like being scared. It's true. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that's an easier way to that's an easier way to handle it, right? To like make fun of it instead of instead of admitting that it terrifies you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I like to be terrified personally, but honestly, the scariest experience I probably ever had was on that Velocicoaster that we. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. But um, I'd rather be haunted by a ghost every day of my life, I think, than go on that roller coaster again. Oh, physical but, terror. Yeah. Physical terror is a totally different thing yeah. for me. But the paranormal stuff yeah. hasn't bothered me so far. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty cool with that stuff, but I'm not a roller coaster person at all. Like, I, I'll never understand, like, I want to feel like I'm about to die for five minutes. <laughs> Like Yeah, and this one will do it to you. Like I am a roller coaster person, honestly. But Katrina and I went on this roller coaster and I looked at like re- people's reviews cuz I'm just like a big researcher about everything before we yeah. went on. I was like, this guy said he felt like he was going to fly off the roller coaster and die the entire time. And then we got on it and I was like, "Oh, he was he was not exaggerating like you just feel like you're gonna fly off and die the whole time it was so wild yeah i don't want to do that again yeah that sounds terrible yeah but i will spend the (laughs) night alone in a haunted house yeah yeah i'd for sure do that um my my older boys are like they've recently expressed interest in like doing some like urban exploration stuff yeah and which is like an entry point to ghost hunting at this point basically that's that's what it is it kind of yeah. makes me nervous though because it's also an entry point to criminal trespassing yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> um, that is true it's fine. yeah <laughs> yeah it's fine but they might get arrested but it's fine it's a problem uh, like i'm i'm in the middle of writing this series of like where i'm going through each state and doing like the five most haunted locations for each state and like each one is an article right and I have to put like I have to put like a disclaimer on those articles like some of these places are privately owned some of them are you know what I mean I'm not suggesting you go to this place yes but if you do I wrote about it (laughs) absolutely yeah very cool Okay, so how did you guys get, like, what was the impetus for the podcast? So I wanted to start the podcast, and then I uh, bothered Katrina until she agreed to do it with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's usually Um, how it works. (laughs) But I think we both liked the idea. We love traveling together. We travel really well together. And um, last year we visited... The Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island, which is haunted. Don't come for me, Grand Hotel. They are a hotel that doesn't really like to advertise that they're haunted. Sure. They'll sometimes like answer people's stories with just like, LOL, really glad you enjoyed the 
sheets or whatever. (laughs) Um, But after we went to the Grand Hotel together and we had a really bizarre experience that Katrina, I want you to talk about the weird elevator experience. Um, But we also tried to contact a ghost in our hotel room and it worked, I think. Thing. Okay. There could be a there could be a lot of things going on, but we used the flashlight method and asked some questions and asked it to respond. Did a countdown with it to see if it would go at about the same the time that we were saying it did. Um, our mom got touched while we were sleeping in the room, and that was like a confirmation for me that like oh yes, I do need to like really pester Katrina about this because I think we'd both be really good at it and it's fun. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you are really good at it. Thanks. Thank you. So, I I really enjoy, like, the focus on just, like, you guys are clearly just into scary stories. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily about, like, you know, scientific exploration of these themes or anything, like, super heady like that. It's like, here's some spooky stories. Like, enjoy them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Really love the like purity of that, you know. <laughs> That's try how Thanks. I try to live my life, you know, in the spooky <laughs> realm of things. I don't want to yeah. I don't I don't need to know the why and the how all the time. I just uh think it's kind of cool when it happens. Yeah. Sometimes I yeah. want to know the why and the how, but uh yeah, it's just kind of fun. Like uh well, so we had the experience there on the on the elevators at the Grand Hotel where we had you know, if anyone's ever been there or if you haven't, it's a crazy gigantic hotel that you can kind of just go around and explore every room is decorated differently every floor is decorated differently there's all kinds of weird mismatch furniture and it doesn't make a whole mm-hmm. lot of sense, it's yeah, crazy it's- right, it's it- like eclecticism at its most excess yeah, yes. it's yeah. a wild, yeah. it's a wild time. So you know, we were going up and down the elevators for the couple days we were there, and we had one specific area of the hotel that we really loved. It was a really cool spot to take photos in. It was very uh, cool in its decorations and color scheme, and we'd been there multiple yeah, just times. Yeah, it was a good room, but. Then we rode up the elevator again to our floor, which we'd done multiple times because, as I said, it was our favorite spot. And when we got to the fourth floor, we walked to go to our room and then we kept walking and we kept walking. And then we walked past the center of the hotel on the fourth floor, which has a staircase up to this upper bar. And we were so confused because where we were in the hotel was on the other side. We were on the eastern side of the hotel compared to where we now were on the west side of the hotel. And so it yeah. made yeah, no it was sense. really bizarre. It made no sense yeah. at all. I have no real explanation for how it happened. We'd been up this elevator so many times and we'd never been this far on the opposite side of where our room was so and we all experienced it at once it's not like one of us was like this was weird 
we all thought, what's happening? <laughs> why, are yeah. We, yeah. why are we walking for so long? So that was a wild time. And yeah, that was kind of the, the moment where we were like traveling plus ghosts is a fun ride. And I think yeah. everyone else would enjoy it if they knew a little bit about, you know, not just, oh, I've heard this place is haunted, but, you know, tell us the story about it. Why is it like that? Yeah. And also, how much does it cost to stay there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing. Questions, yeah. yeah. That's almost like a weird, like, time slip yeah. story. Yes, it's, it's like... You know? it, does not make any I don't know if you've um ever heard John Tenney talk. Oh yeah. But he has one story he tells about a diner that he experienced that wasn't there anymore. You've heard yep. it? Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's what the, like when I I heard his story after we had our experience at the Grand Hotel and I was like, dude, it's like something like that because it just makes no sense. We looked at it the next day too from the outside of the hotel. So the mm-hmm. elevator we took was right near the this ice cream parlor. And then where we ended up literally was the complete other side of the hotel. Like it didn't make any yeah. sense. It felt so bizarre. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. That's about as odd as it gets. Those situations where you're just completely disoriented. Like mm-hmm. there, like there has to be like a chunk of, of reality that you didn't get. You know what I mean? Right. Like, which it's very strange. Yeah, it almost felt like that. If you've ever, like, um, experienced a blackout where there's just missing time, that Mm -hmm. is what it felt like. It was very weird. Maybe you guys were abducted. Ooh, at the Grand Hotel. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The crossover event of the decade. Yeah. (laughs) There's some very strange, like, behind the scenes rooms that's like a secret hallway where the people who work there can travel between but it's a little bit terrifying in that you can't see it you have no idea what's going on back there and so you know my theory is kind of the elevator traveled through these weird back rooms there (laughs) you know we traveled through a different (laughs) we're in the different dimension we're the back rooms yeah we're in the back rooms rooms. (laughs) yeah yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I I um I interviewed a friend of ours, Christina. She's the Crescent Hair. She's an artist on um, Instagram. She's the Crescent Hair. But she has this story, this men in black encounter that she okay. had. Wow. And it involves a time slip and it's it is wild. It's oh, I have probably to listen one of, to that. It's one of the most wild stories I've ever heard on this podcast. Like she Whoa. is in this like bustling store, right? It's like when she pulls into the parking lot, the parking lot is filled with cars. She gets out, goes in, there are tons of people in the store. When she steps out of the store, the parking lot is completely empty except for her car. Oh. Completely that's so empty. weird. She looks, she turns back and looks in the store and it's still packed with people. But outside, all of the cars are gone. She walks over to, yeah, she walks over to her car, sits, gets in her car and looks over. And at the very far end of the parking lot, there's a black car sitting with a guy who she related to like men in black, right? Like the shades and the suit. Yeah. Yeah. Like pale pale skin all that and the guy rolls down his window 
and is just staring at her from across the parking lot. She pulls out of out of the parking lot onto this normally busy highway. There are no cars on the street. She pulls out, goes down a block, and as soon as she turns into traffic, she's in the middle of of bumper to bumper traffic. What? Like, that is so crazy. Yeah. Oof. That'd Wild. be such a weird experience. Yes. Oof. It's so crazy. <laughs> and during this time period, she was this was in like the mid 90s and she was working on a book where she was collecting UFO encounters from experiencers, right? And like she thought of this as like a men in black encounter of like mm-hmm. a way of them saying like stop what you're doing. Oh, you know? weird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's super weird. That's a I believe it. Time. Yeah. I mean, when you hear her tell the story, it's impossible not to believe it. Yeah. Like she Yeah. That stuff freaks me out. The like the <laughs> idea that like the whole world can just change on a dime in front yeah. of you. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think that's the spookiest story of all. That is the spookiest story of all that you could like your I don't know, your entire reality is not it's yeah. just not it. No. Yeah. It's not what you think it is. No. I've been yeah. intrigued with like the recent stream of TikToks that are all about the the matrix having a, like a glitch. Um yeah. I, I saw one last night that was like this couple was driving and they're like, this isn't normal. They're videotaping and it's like a row of red cars. And they're like, we're sitting here at this stop sign and there's like five red cars and they're recording it and they're like, this doesn't look right. And they look at the house next door and there's a red car and then they look over here and there's a red car parked and then while they're recording another red car comes and drives up and they all start screaming <laughs> it's like it, they all I start mean, screaming yeah <laughs> pretty hilarious but uh it is bizarre when things like that happen or like in this this instance of her being in the parking lot with nobody else around except for this one guy, and yeah. he's looking at her like oh you can see me yeah this, yeah, you're in the wrong place. You're not supposed to be. It's deeply <laughs> unsettling. <laughs> I like, like hearing that. Yeah. You're not supposed to be here. No. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> Sick. awesome. Sorry. Because, <laughs> like, at, at the, like, at least, at the very least, that's a, like, let's not meet story. Where, mm-hmm. like, she, where she had an encounter with a full-on creep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the world is crazy. Stuff's crazy. It's certainly it weird. <laughs> yes. Tons of unexplained yeah. things. Um, you know, like our uh, the house we mentioned earlier, my parents and I are currently residing in is pretty haunted. And we've been there for a long time. But everyone's had their own experiences there. And um, they're all different a lot of them except for there's a couple who have had shared experiences like me and my mom have both heard the crying woman who impersonated me uh and then impersonated yeah, her it sounds like someone in her family yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, there's like a mimicking ghost. That's very strange. Yeah. Yeah. And then my mom had seen once a man walking up to the front door wearing painter's pants. And my dad was a house painter and he, he would have been coming home from work at about that time. So she was expecting him at any second to open the door. And then he never did. So she went and opened the door and he wasn't there. Um, and then a couple years ago. I had that experience at the house too a lot because yeah. you would see the way that um, like the television is or was in the house was so that the reflection you could see the front porch because there's a window there um, and I swear that there were multiple times where you saw somebody walk up on the porch look like they were about to open the door and then just not be there yeah yeah very few things freak me out like doppelganger stories yes oh like- well there, uh, yeah. Mom saw Katrina's partner in her room, yeah. like, full-on <laughs> thought it was him. He was not there. Was talking There's to him. There's been screams. Like, Why are you here? Yeah. Why are you in here? And then uh, this shadow person disappeared, walked away, and just, like, left. Um, and then yeah. my daughter, when she was, like, maybe four, three or four uh, was looking where my dad's room was at the time and started talking to somebody and me and my mom looked at her in the hallway and we're like, who are you talking to? And she said, oh, Papa, he's sitting right there. And, and we looked and there was nobody sitting in the chair. He wasn't home. And she was like, no, he's right there. I'm talking to him. Like, it was bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got a little, yeah, a little fake uh, mimic ghost likes to go around looking and sounding like people. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I've heard a couple. Um, I've heard a couple stories of people who have had doppelgangers associated with like sleep paralysis. Mm, okay. Like episodes of sleep paralysis where they'll they'll see, you know, their partner or their parent walk through the room, and like it immediately proceeds. An episode of sleep paralysis. Okay. And like, I wish we were and then, asleep. And then after <laughs> after the sleep paralysis episode, which has a completely like so the you know, you usually see some entity when mm-hmm. you're when you're in sleep paralysis, right? And it's their partner or their parent or whatever that is like kind of slowly creeping on them. during the episode and then they'll when they snap out of it they like they realize their partner isn't home or their parent is actually upstairs asleep or you know what i mean it's yeah so it's scary yeah it's the human mind is a tormenting beast (laughs) yeah it really is yeah, I don't know that our ghosts in that house, there have to be more than one. Or maybe it could all be one, because we also have... Um, my mom captured this photograph of a pillow in her room that had, like... It's... I can understand why some people who've seen this photograph think that maybe it's um, trying to find faces in, like, a pattern. Yeah, pareidolia. Yeah. But it's not that. Like, We're I'm objectively... <laughs> We'll have to show it to you. Yeah. Um, what it what is, is it exactly? So it's, uh, let's see if I can, I could probably send it to you on Instagram right now. So it's this burgundy pillow that our aunt got at an estate sale 
years and years ago. Um, and then handed down to my mom. It's not like a special pillow. It just is like a throw pillow. But yeah. she put it in her room and was taking pictures to kind of like show my aunt. You know, like I set it up and like, look at how nice it looks in here. And so she sent her these pictures and our cousins were like, haha, there's like a face in that pillow. Yeah. She's like, wait, what? And then she looked at it, and there is a face in the pillow. Um, but there's, like, multiple. So she took many other pictures, and none of the other ones have faces in them. Um, but let me send this to you. Yeah, I want to see it, for sure. It's weird as hell. Um, she threw it away immediately, <laughs> because it is, like, kind of that freaky. <laughs> there's um, more than one. If there's one specifically that you look at immediately, and you're like, oh, that's a face. But if you keep, the longer you look at this thing, you start seeing, like, multiple, like multiple faces. different faces. It's really wild and terrifying. <laughs> uh, but I do think, yeah. actually, I feel like oh, she wow. took more than one picture, and she did see it again. And that's when she was like, no, it wasn't the angle. You know, it was there was something. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's really creepy. Yeah, that's like not a normal pillow, right? No. <laughs> but so people have told me because I'm a part of the like ha- old haunted house Facebook group, and I posted yeah. it there. Got a lot of really interesting responses. But um, a couple people were like, "Oh, yeah, that's like probably a demon because demons do that. They show up in like mirrors or, or different uh-huh. things with like a thousand faces." And I'm like, "Oh, well, it's like I don't know. It must be like a really nice demon. I don't know if they make nice demons, but ours wasn't so bad." Like, I think those are called. I think those are called angels, which in the oh, Bible yeah, also go. have yeah. a thousand faces. <laughs> yeah, right? maybe that's yeah. what we've got. Maybe. Or just like a bunch of spirits. Or I've even like hypothesized because yeah. they sound like us. Like, is it captured energy in that house because we lived sure. there for so long? That's just like replaying. Yeah. It's weird. It's, I mean, there are so many theories, right? That could be, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So before we go. Um, tell the audience where to find you, where to follow you. Um, anything cool you guys have coming up that you'd want them to check out? Oh, yeah. So we are on every single podcast platform. Our podcast is called Stay the Night. And uh, we have a new podcast dropping today. And we're going to soon be announcing where we're going to take our first overnight trip for like a full-on investigation we get to share with our listeners. Are you going to um, just record audio for that? Or are you planning on like going like YouTube or Instagram so, live? Or I think we're going to do some lives. My hope is to also get some videos too. Cause we did a little bit of video on our last, um, we took like a little haunted adventure to a crybaby bridge, yeah. which is kind of a weird phenomenon. Um, yeah. So we'll plan on doing audio for sure, possibly video and yeah, follow us on all the social media. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. We love to hear from people. And it's all stay the night? It's all stay the night. Stay so the easy. night. Yep. Find us on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Send us your spooky ghost stories if you guys have spooky ghost stories. Uh, you know. Yeah, we'd love to hear them. Yeah. Otherwise, awesome. we're just going to yeah. keep uh, Come hang out with us. 
And also links to all that will be in the episode description. So if you guys want to keep track of what Katrina and Monique are doing, definitely just go in the episode description and you'll have all that there. Thank you guys so much for doing this. This Thanks for hanging out. This is great. Yeah. Sorry. My dog's so annoying. (laughs) Hey, it feels like home because I also have an annoying dog. (laughs) (laughs) The pups just want to be vocal. Mid-morning is a terribly not quiet time at my house. So, Yeah, next time we'll do the middle of the night. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into it because everyone will be asleep at my place, too. Yeah, Yeah. awesome. Okay, thank you guys again. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week, and it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials. At campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at ReverbNation.com slash Reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time, I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.